Hey, 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 good evening to all you. Welcome to another edition of No Plays on Sports Talk. I am your fabulous host, yours truly, Ms. Ball and D. Ready to hang out with you another episode. We have a jam-packed show. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, our Las Vegas Raiders, they made history. I am excited to talk about that. Of course, our Las Vegas Aces, they are making some noise here in the city as well. The WNBA playoffs continue. And of course, the NBA, can we say, Lakers. Okay, I'm a little biased, but... I can do that. <laughs> Got a great show lined up for you. Before we get into the world of sports, of course, I want to uh, bring my co-host, Mr. Kevin Ray. Good afternoon. Good evening to you, Kev. How are you, sir? Ballin, I'm here. I am excited just like you are. I don't know about the Raiders, but Raiders. <laughs> Thanks for Kev, me, I know Ballin. you are. I know you are a huge Chicago Bears fan, but of course you're in the city now. You've been here for some time now, so you must support our Las Vegas Raiders, sir. It's a must. Yeah, 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 yeah. My son told me the same thing. You, 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 there's no getting around it, sir. <laughs> there's no getting around. It. I'm with you. I'm with you, Molly. All right. So, of course, we got a lot to talk about in the world of sports. But before we get into that, uh, there's some world issues that's happening right now that we certainly must address. Uh, Brianna Taylor. Of course, the big ruling that came down uh, earlier this afternoon, huh, it, it kind of broke a lot of our hearts. It's kind of to say that we expected, did we know that this was going to happen? Um, a lot of us are not surprised at the ruling that came down, uh, that that no officers would be charged directly in Breonna Taylor's murder. Uh, one officer, he was charged. Uh, it was not a count of murder. I, I just... I have no words. I mean, the NBA, the WNBA, they have been doing a fantastic job. Uh, the NFL, Major League Baseball, they all have been doing their part to bring justice, uh, to bring awareness to uh, the social justice that's been happening to black and brown individuals uh, like you and I, Kev. And it seems to be falling on deaf ears time and time again. And it's kind of like we, rep we replied by saying we knew this would be the outcome. Of course. And, and the reason why we knew it, because it's th this happens every single time. It happens every single time. My my only problem I have with with when they when we say Black Lives Matter and somebody come up and say Blue Lives Matter, we never said Blue Lives didn't matter. Yes, Blue Lives Matter too. But but we have to point out that Black Lives Matter. That's the whole thing. And when it comes, listen, police police has a job to do, and I understand it. But when when you at someone's house. In the middle of the night, when you shouldn't have been there, maybe if you shouldn't have been there from the beginning, somebody wouldn't have got shot to death. And that's my whole thing. And the police can cover up every single time that they're in the wrong. They could cover up with the saying blue lives matter too. No, 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 no. Blue lives sometimes end up doing criminal acts that should be held to the same accountability that criminals I held to. That's my only thing, Ballin. I don't know if you've seen some of the images, Kev, but I got a chance to see some of the photos of some of the shots that were fired into Rihanna Taylor's home. I mean, there were shots fired into, seemed like, everything possible in her household. Pots, pans, dishes, walls, you name it. There were shots that seemed to have been fired into her home. Hey, Ballin, you remember the young lady who whose uh, boyfriend, I don't know if it was her husband, it might have been her husband, uh, that was harassing her in some sort of way, and she shot a um, in the what air. They call a warning shot, 
and it went through the roof and she got 64 years in jail. Okay, to me, that should be the same action when a police officer shoot a gun and it goes through the wall and, and hit somebody. It should be the same. And and I know that going, one of them is going to be, uh, 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 I ain't going to say he's going to be convicted, but he's going to be tried because they're going to let him off some kind of way also. Even with the three, uh, with the three charges they got on him, he he'll 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 walk. He'll, it, it, that's why we that's why we say we're not surprised because it happens every single time. Yeah, that's the frustrating part of it all. Is you you come out and you say we're going to charge these individuals. I believe he. Uh, the officer was only charged with three counts of wanton endangerment. Um, explain to me what that is. I'll have to do some research further. The bottom line is it was not murder. It was not manslaughter. But it brings us to the case of why uh, in less than 40 days or so, the most important vote is going to be happening. And it's instances like this that make it more important that we go to the polls, we get out and to vote. And I want to bring my next guest onto the stream, uh, none other than Nevada State Senator uh, Ms. Pat Spearman, who has been very vocal in regards to expressing why it's important that we get out to vote. And this right here, this incident is no reason less as to why this is one of the most important votes possible. Good evening to you, State Senator Pat Se uh, Spearman. Good evening, good evening, and thank you for having me. Um, it's, this is... This is so tragic and you know I really feel like I feel like this moment is on loop and it's been on loop for a long time. It, it's been on loop. I, I'm talking about even before Trayvon. It's been on loop, you know, since 1955 with Emmett Till and even before that. You know, once upon a time it was the tree. Now it's a broken light. Now it's running the stop sign. Now it's we got a warrant and we didn't need to warn you. So so here's here's what I'm gonna say. I know there's some people who may not have made up their minds uh, about this election, and I'm talking about the presidential election. I'm gonna say this, unless we elect Joe Biden, these, this is my opinion and no reflection on the host in case somebody's watching, this is my opinion, okay? Unless we elect Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and put them in the president and vice president spot, Brianna will never, get justice. Unless Biden and Harris go to the White House, we will never get justice for George Floyd. Unless they go to the White House, no justice for Trayvon. Unless they go to the White House, I'm talking about the 125 in the last, I think the 125 black folks that have been shot and or killed in the last year and a half. Unless we put Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the White House, they will never get justice. Somebody say, well, how do you know that? I know that because I was watching the current occupant by accident. I was watching the current occupant of the White House and he's talking about this 17 year old that has an AR-15 strapped on his shoulder, okay? And you know, I served in the military 29 and a half years and by the way, uh, in the military police corps and I taught some classes training military police officers. So I know of which I speak. He's, he's walking down the street and people behind him are saying, that's the shooter, that's the shooter, that's the shooter. The police just passing by, waving, you know, he's waving, hey, how you doing? Now, you know what? If that had been a black man and he had a water pistol, he would have been riddled with bullets and his body would have looked like Swiss cheese and no questions asked, okay? Something's wrong with this picture. But here's what the current occupant of the White House said. 
he said, well, you can't really blame the, the guy, the young man. He, he, he had the, the gun because he had to protect himself. From what? You cross state lines to commit a crime. You cross state lines to commit a crime. And people think that that's okay. So if you think that not voting because you don't like something that Joe Biden did or you don't like Kamala Harris, then here's the question that I would ask you. Do you think that Donald Trump is going to give us justice for the people who have been killed, who have been, been judged and executioner all at the same time? He will not. He doesn't care about us. And he's using all of this inflammatory language so that he can make us fear each other. And so here's what I say. I'm a vote because I want to vote because I've always voted. But you know what? I'm even more incentivized now because he doesn't want me to vote. And the very fact that he doesn't want us to vote, we ought to vote early. You can only vote once. Don't, don't pay attention to him. Don't vote twice. You can only vote once. And make sure that you get your ballot in early. Now, the second thing I want to say, and I'll be brief, what happened in Louisville is happening all over the country. And here's the common thread. The common thread is in the municipal elections and the county elections, very few of us show up. Very few of us show up. And in the Michael, Michael Brown case in Ferguson, one of the people who was the marchers is now the mayor. And you know why she's the mayor of Ferguson? Because they got together and they voted. It's the mayor and the city council that, that interviews and hires the police chief. It's the mayor and the city council that approve whatever their personnel policies are. Many times we don't know who is running for a district attorney and we just go in and just, well, I think that's okay. No, we don't know what their record is. It's the district attorney. He's the one that, or she's the one that looks at all of the evidence and decides whether or not to bring a true bill, which means to charge them. We've got judges running in this race right now. And many of us don't even know who's running and don't know what their record is. And my, my, my challenge is gonna be, go and look at the people who are on the ballot this time, because it's the judges, they're the ones that issue the sentence. You know, so Keith, you, you're right. They charged him, but even, even, if, even if he's found guilty, the judge is the one that's gonna decide what the sentence is. And unless we're involved in, in these elections, I'm talking about from the bottom up every year, that's why they keep doing this, because they're not scared of us. They're not scared of us marching. They're not scared of us cussing. They're not scared of us protesting. They're not scared of us. But what they are scared of, they're scared that we're going to use our vote and vote them out and vote for justice. And they're afraid that when we do that, they won't have a job. Not only will they not have a job, but we're going to make it so they're just an asterisk in history. That's what we're going to do. That's what voting does. That's what voting does. We're going to do it. So many people are has the the mindset of my vote doesn't count, and so many people, um, I'm sure, are frustrated, saying, "So what if I go to the poll? So what if I go out and vote? I've I've voted in previous elections, and I've done my part. I went to the polls. I cast my ballot. I cast my vote, and situations like this still continue to happen. What do you say to those those voters who have lost absolutely all hope because of situations and outcomes like this? So. Here's the metaphor that I'll use. You can, you can go and get you a lean cuisine meal and pop it into the microwave. Bam, bam, five or six minutes is done. Okay. Pull the cellophane off and you can eat. Or 
You can go and get some oxtails, some collard greens, make you some hot water cornbread, get you some pumpkin pie, so, so, some pecan pie, get you some ice cream and get all of that and sit down. Guess what? It takes you more than five or six five or six minutes. The moral here of the story is we can't just vote once. We have to show up every time. And, and the reason that they're not afraid of us is because they figure even if we show up during the presidential election, we won't show up again. We got to fool them. We've got to show up every single time. I think Michelle Obama said uh, uh, during the Democratic Convention, National Convention, she said something like, you know, in, in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and Michigan, it was the, the spread of the people uh, that the differentiated between Donald Trump winning those those states or Hillary Clinton was like 10 votes per precinct. Imagine that 10 votes per precinct. That means that if 11 people in those precincts had gone to vote, we wouldn't be in this mess right now. So for people who think your vote doesn't count, listen, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Jim Jones, don't don't drink the Kool-Aid. OK, your vote does count. But we just got to keep on voting, keep on voting, keep on voting. And eventually they will see you can't stop us. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we're going to vote our way to justice. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Not a thing. Not a thing. You know, yesterday was National Voter Registration Day. There's so many uh, polling opportunities that you have uh, once early voting begins that you can cast your vote. Uh, I know uh, President Trump has been going back and forth, you know, with his battle with the state of Nevada about uh, voting by mail and this and that. Do your own research. Do your own homework. Go to your state and your, your county and look up the information for yourselves. Make sure you're registered to vote. Even if you think that you've crossed all your, your T's, dot your I's, and you feel that you already know that you're registered to vote, do your homework to make sure that you are absolutely registered to vote. Make sure you sign the ballot. A lot of a lot of votes uh, in our local elections, they were not counted because of people forgot to actually sign the back of the ballot. Uh, State Senator, can you give some important tips in regards to uh, some final checks that our voters need to make sure they do to make sure that their vote actually counts? Yes. So, so here's what you want to do. First of all, I agree with you. Make sure that you're registered to vote. But go back to that site and check it every day, every day, especially in those states where preclearance was was uh, taken off the board with the uh, Shelby versus Holder when they gutted the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Make sure every single day go and make sure that your name is still on there as a registered voter. Number two, when you get your ballot in the mail, it's your ballot. It's your ballot. But you have the right to ask someone, can you explain this to me? You can call, you can go online and ask someone, can you explain this to me? Help me understand, should I should I just sign the, the envelope that's going inside or should I sign the envelope on the outside? Read the directions and make sure that you fill out your ballots early, make sure that you turn them in early. On the 17th is the first day of early voting and the black elected officials are going to have something over in Craig Ranch Park. And we're going to have what we call the drive by and drop your ballots off. And we'll be giving out some, some food and some other things. And then I believe that Commissioner Weekly is going to have something going on over there at the elections officer, uh, election office over there on Cheyenne and MLK. So there are going to be some, some ways and some times that you can vote and you don't have to be afraid. 
make sure that you vote. And here's, here's the other thing. The other thing is this. So when we're registered, I, I think one of the things that we have to do is we have to get it across to people who think that their vote doesn't count. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And if their vote didn't count, they wouldn't be doing everything that they can to make sure we couldn't vote. If our vote didn't count, why would they slow down the mail? If our vote didn't count, why would they take up the, the post office box? If our vote didn't count, why would they be talking about a rigged election? They're doing all that because they know, as Kamala said, when we vote, things change. And so that's what we're doing. Let, let me issue another another challenge here. So, so here's what I'd like to see. We can't let this die. And and I would I would hope that sports entertainers everybody, if you ever have a platform, please 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 say it again and again and again. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. Last but not least, I've talked about the the presidential election. We've got some state elections going on, and that's going to be very very critical. Right now, I'm a Democrat. Right now, our party is in control of both houses, the Senate and the Assembly. We got some real tough races. And the reason that some of these races are so tough is because the other side understand whoever goes back in 2021 as, and is in charge, they will be the ones drawing the lines for the districts, for the precincts. And if we don't pay attention, and if the Democrats can't stay in charge, they will surely draw those precincts and those districts in a manner that will never never allow us to get into the majority again. We must vote. We must vote. We, we, we've got Nicole Cantor. She's on, she's on the ballot. We've got Liz Becker. She's on the ballot. Kyle Ross is on the ballot. Uh, Harvey is up in Northern Nevada on the ballot. So vote. 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 They're afraid of us. You know, it's, it's important that you say, um, if you're an entertainer, if you're an athlete, what a platform you have, use it. Uh, the WNBA, they have been doing a phenomenal job, not only bringing awareness to the entire Breonna Taylor situation, but they've been bringing awareness to voting as well. Several uh, NFL stadiums, as well as WNBA uh, arenas, as well as NBA arenas, they are doing their part. They are turning the arenas into national voting sites where you can come and actually cast your vote. They're actually going to do that on a election day. I think that is huge. I think that's very important. Uh, I certainly hope that our Las Vegas Raiders, as well as our Las Vegas Aces, uh, our Golden Knights, even our Las Vegas Aviators, I certainly hope that they'll also uh, get on the bandwagon and use some of our stadiums and our arenas as a, a local voting, voting place here locally in town as well. I think that's very important. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say this, and unless you ask me another question, I guess I'll stop talking. <laughs> but I, I just saw just before, I, I guess it's a little bit after maybe 6.35 or something like that, I mean 5.35, I just saw uh, a scrolling across the screen breaking news that the current occupant in the White House said, uh, throw away the ballots, there'll be no transfer of power. Now that ought to scare all of us to death because that means he's trying to make America like Russia. Mm. Like Russia, he didn't win the last time, and if if Putin hadn't hadn't helped him, he would not have won. Keep in mind that Hillary, Hillary Clinton got more than three million three million votes than he did. The fact that he said that tells you. And when he's been downing the 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 the, the, the protesters and calling Black Lives Matter anarchists, 
and trying to make people think that there's something wrong with us. The fact that he is lifting up white supremacists and calling us criminals, that ought to tell you something. If he stays in power, if he stays in power, he's going to take that as a mandate to put us back in our place. That's what's going to happen then. We cannot allow that to happen. And as far as people saying, well, Black Lives Matter and so do Blue Lives, you're right. You're right. But guess what? If a house on my street is on fire and somebody calls the fire department, you know what I want them to do? I want them to turn the hose on the house that's on fire. Okay, don't, look, if my house ain't on fire, don't turn the hose over here. Don't, don't, don't go messing up my stuff, okay? No, 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 no. You turn it on the house that's on fire. And so that's where we are right now. All lives matter. Yes, they do. But black lives are on fire right now. We are the hunted. We are the hunted. That's why. That's why. And if anybody comes at me and tries to say, well, what do you think about this? Well, I'm, I say the same thing again. Listen, don't come at me with that you know what, because black lives are the only lives that are being hunted right now. I ain't got time to listen to, listen to your foolishness, talk to the hand, because I ain't listening. You know, and and of course we want to be, be honest, you know, of course all lives matter. We, we definitely don't want to discredit that, but like you said, African-Americans, they are being hunted Haunted. I mean, call it what it is. And it's, it's sad that we continue to have this same devastating conversation. Um, but it is what it is. All lives will not matter until point blank period. Black lives matter. And until you get a different outcome other than what happened today, it's right there for you. The writing is on the wall. It, it is it's sad that, again, we have to keep having these conversations. Uh, everyone wants to point the blame. No one wants to take the accountability for it. You know, yes, yes, you know, you may say some of some of the individuals that were gunned down, murdered by police officers. Yes, they may have had a criminal record. But turn around and look at yourself in the mirror. As an officer of the law, you're, you're supposed to protect and serve. And murdering these young or these African-American men and women, that is not what you're doing. Point blank, period. So you talked about the event that's going to be happening, uh, Commissioner Lawrence Weekly. He's going to be uh, having an event that's going to be happening Saturday, October 17th. Certainly hope all of you can mark your calendars for this event. Again, we don't care who you vote for. We can't tell you who to vote for. We know who we're going to vote for, and we're going to do our civil duty, and we're going to vote. We just want to make sure that you do your duty and you vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just make sure you cash your ballot and you vote. So again, Clark County Commissioner Lawrence Weekly, he's going to be hosting the uh, Drop It Like It's Hot. It's going to be a ballot drop-off parade. Uh, the first 88 cars that receive a free I Voted uh, mask, they're going to be dropping off these ballots directly at the elections department. So you don't have to worry about mailing in your ballot. You don't have to worry about none of the drama about that. You can come by, drop off your ballot, turn it in directly to the elections department. It's going to be happening Saturday, October 17th, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Uh, if you need some more information, you can shoot us an email. No plays off sports talk. We'll get you those details. Uh, but like I said, make sure you vote. It doesn't matter who you vote for. We can't tell you who to vote for. Just hold up, hold yourself accountable and make sure you vote. Senator Pat Spielman, I know you got to go. Your, your schedule is very busy. Well, I think you my, want. I appreciate you hanging out. Opinions. Yeah, all these are my opinions. They're my opinions. They have nothing to do with y'all. They're my opinions, and I'm saying my opinions because I'm voting. They're my opinions. Okay, that's, that's what they point are. blank. There you go. There you go. 
Senator, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to join us tonight. And we'll be in contact soon. Uh, no plays on Sports Talk. We definitely want to get involved with the Black elected officials so we can be a part of that event you hold in this town as well. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Absolutely. Have a great night. Thank you, Senator. Wow, Kev. That is, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to be explained about it. I mean, the, the bottom line is we have to vote, period. I, I remember when she was running. I had her on the locker room show with me. So I used that platform to put her out there. Um, and, and I knew she was who I was going to vote for. After I interviewed her, I was like, this woman right here, she she knows she's talking about. And not only that, she, she served. She served this country. She served this country. Uh, but one thing I have to do, and, and I, I like to do that right here. I like to apologize to any and everybody that called me on Friday and I was in a funky, funky mood balling because uh, when when I found out that the Supreme Court justice had died, I was like, they're about to put another one in. And this, when a Barack Obama said that election have consequences, ladies and gentlemen, this is what it means. And you guys got to understand that number 45 will be putting in three of the nine Supreme Court justices in just four years. He had four years and he getting three of them on there that's going to ship the whole side all the way to there on their side. It's, it's, it's horrible. Uh, I, 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 I was praying that that lady can make it at least until after the election. And if she didn't, then the election consequences. The election have consequences. Anyway, go ahead, Ballin. I know, I know we got people waiting. I'm sorry. Absolutely. But I apologize to everybody that I act like the butthole through Friday. I was P.O. <laughs> we forgive you, Kev. It's all good. So talking about just some voting places, uh, Foot Locker, of course, as we know, one of the, the major shoe companies, uh, they're going to be allowing folks to uh, drop off their ballots there as well and cast their votes doing at the local Foot Lockers around uh, states and cities. So I think that's a phenomenal uh, gesture. And of course, who shops at Foot Locker? Our youth. They're always in there. They want the latest shoes. They want the latest Air Force Ones. They want the latest Air Jordan. So I think that's a great way to, to actually meet our young voters exactly where we are. Say so there's no excuse as to why you cannot vote. Yeah. Um, I, it's just we got to get it done. Voting, that's it. I know early voting is coming up, and I know uh, October 17th is going to be you. I'm waiting to the day of. If I got to stand in line eight hours, I'm going to the polls. And I'm wearing my Barack Obama shirt. Okay? There it is. <laughs> so, of course, uh, we got to talk about the world of sports. I got a very special guest that's uh, hanging out with us. Of course, he is ready to join us. Man, he is a baller. Got to show some love going out to uh, comedian Macho Black. When he found out he was going to be on the show, he said this individual can flat out hoop. So want to introduce my next guest for No Plays Out Sports Talk, none other than Mr. DeAndre Hewlett. Good evening to you, sir. Welcome to No Plays Out Sports Talk. Thank you for having me. So we you have a great event that's going to be happening this weekend, and it's for ballers only. Of course, uh, you are doing a great thing, giving back to the community. You had some time uh, that you played uh, over in the NBA, and now life after basketball is happening for you, and you're giving back in a great way. I think it's uh, 
our duty uh, as athletes, as she spoke earlier about giving back to the youth, you know, and that's our next uh, people that's coming up in life. We, I, I always tell the kids, you know, I have did everything that I wanted to do that God set for me as far as reaching my goal, as far as getting to the NBA and everything. And I tell them all the time, a lot of us not going to make it. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a, a select few of people make it to the NBA. You know, I like them to have studied for uh, being a doctor, being a lawyer, being a judge, being, you know, a police officer, something that we need that's going to move this community forward. And I, she brought up a good point because this is going to be my first year voting. Uh, I looked at it just like how all the other young people looked at it, like, oh, my vote don't matter and my vote don't count X, Y, Z. And now I see everything that's going on in the world. And just like he said, that I will stand in that lie to make sure that my vote counts. Kudos to you, man. I, I It has to give you great pride that to know that one of the biggest elections is happening right now. You get an opportunity to vote. Yes, yes. It's, it's like I said, it's a good thing, you know, and, um, you know, I talked to my three boys about it, too, as well. I got two 20 year old boys and then I got one that's 17 about to graduate. So I spoke to them the same thing. You know, we got to get out here and vote. Our vote gonna matter. Our vote gonna count. As you can see today, you know, with the police officer in Louisville today getting off for the Breonna Taylor case, you know, it's just certain things that is unacceptable right now at this point that we got to move forward as a country. And the only way we can move forward as a country, it starts at the top. True facts. True facts. So let's get into what you're doing now. Of course, you play some time. Uh, college ball, you play. You play some time overseas. You play some time in the NBA. But now you are actually depositing great things into our youth. You have a phenomenal event that's going to be happening this weekend. We're talking almost 24 hours of basketball that's going to be <laughs> happening. I, when, you, when I seen the flyer, I'm like... 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., that's a lot of basketball that's happening. So it's a great cause. It's called the uh, Skills and Drills Presents the Lockout. It's for ballers only, as you say. Uh, young youth ages 10 to 18 years of age. Let's talk about it. How did it come about? I, I know this is um, not your first time doing it, but you're bringing it here to Las Vegas again to give some youth some exposure. You're going to have some coaches. A live DJ is, is going to be there as well. Give us some information in regards to the event. Well, I used to run them in Michigan all the time. Um, and it's just something to give back to the kids, you know, to come back and learn them and teach them something, you know. And, and it's going to be more than basketball, you know, just the Flyers say basketball. But there's some things that up in there you're going to learn. I'm going to have some coaches that come in here and speak to some of the kids and take them through drills and take them through the things that they've been through. And I can kind of tell them some of the things I've been through in my life far as sports you know what i'm saying because like i tell kids sports got an expiration date on it you know we all can't play it for the rest of our life so what are we going to do and what are we doing to build ourselves to get up to the next level and right now i think uh go ahead no i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead finish your sentence i'm sorry okay yeah i think the best thing for us right now and and with this uh lockout thing you know we got a couple more going on and it's just to give back to the youth to let them see how we used to do it back in the day come in here work on your craft get your stuff together make sure you got your grace together because that's the most important thing besides this basketball and everything else making sure that you got those grades together 
So the event is going to be happening uh, this weekend. I placed a flyer on the screen. It's going to be September 25th at the Tarkanian Academy. Uh, we're talking prizes that's going to be given out, slam dunk contest, a three-point shootout, uh, best high school three-on-three -three basketball team. Some coaches and scouts are also going to be there as well, right? Yes, ma'am. So is it free and open to the public? I see there is an entry fee. Is that sponsored or how is that working out? The entry fee is $25 to get in per kid to get in. You know, no one else is welcome to come in the gym just because the COVID numbers or whatever. So just right now, just the kids, you know, parents is just drop them off and it'll be a sign up sheet in the front for everybody to know exactly what they going on, pick up time and uh, things like that. So parents are currently not allowed just dropping off the kids. There's only one allowed in the gym right now. Yes, ma'am. So that's a lot of basketball, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. What exactly is going to be happening through that time? I mean, that you got to keep the kids' attention. I know they love the game, but that's a lot of basketball. <laughs> well, in, in the beginning, we got speaking engagement. We got people that's coming in and that's going to speak with them. That's going to take a while. And then we'll get into drill things. And then we got a lot of fun activities going on far as, you know, we got a game that's called Beat the Pro. I let them play against their favorite pro. And then I got some of my friends that played in the NBA that's going to be some of my special guests that's come in to see them. Nice. So some special guests, give us some information in regards to uh, some individuals that's going to be there uh, in attendance as well. I'll just drop one name, Jason Richardson. Oh. Saginaw, Michigan. And you had another one of my friends on there with you. I saw a picture of you and my other Saginaw partner, Draymond Green. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You all, all from Saginaw, Michigan. Come on. Uh, yeah, I told you, uh, my guy, uh, Randy Macho, when I, I posted the flyer promoting that you were going to be on, he said, man, you used to torch him in high school, him and his friends. And I'm like, yep, that's him. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So, of course, what I want to do is because we're all about giving back here. I love my community. I'm all about the community. Um, are you willing to sponsor um, some kids? I I'll be willing. No Play Sports Talk. Uh, no Play Sports Talk. We'll be willing to sponsor a child if you'll be willing uh, to donate some children to attend as well. Yes, I'll do. I'll do three. I'll do okay. three today. Yes, ma'am. All right, so you'll do three, and No Plays on Sports Talk will do one as well. So that's four kids that can have the opportunity to attend the event coming up this weekend. I'll put the flyer up one more time. It's the Skills and Drills presents the Lockout. Ballers only. If you're not a baller, um, you might have to stay outside. Yeah, I want her. <laughs> <laughs> so it is open to boys and girls uh, ages 10 to 18. Do you have what it takes to be an all-night baller? 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Some great prizes, some great guests. They're going to have some motivational speakers as well. Some college coaches and some scouts will also be there as well. So it's happening this Saturday, September the 25th at the Tarkanian Academy. Um, we're going to donate one child to attend, and uh, Mr. Hewlett is also going to donate three kids. So this is what we'll do. The first three emails that we get at No Plays Off Sports Talk, with the child's name, grade, and uh, parents' information, send us an email, and we'll get you that. The first four kids that sign up, again, just send an email to No Plays All Sports Talk, and you'll be able to uh, attend the event that's happening on the 25th. Hey, Marlon, yes, sir. How about uh, how about if we, uh, if, if, if Mr. Hewlett allow me to be the 
official interviewer for the locker room at Rise Radio will sponsor a child. The locker room will sponsor a child. Is that a deal? You all. You all. I'll take you up on your deal. <laughs> all put four up there. Now we got five now. So wait a minute. We got some more. We all about don <laughs> donating to the youth. So here it is. Mr. Hewlett is going to donate four children. I'm sorry. You say three or four? I'm going to do donate three. He's going to donate three. No plays off sports talk. We're going to donate one. The locker room is going to donate a child. And some people on our feed, shouts out to Let the Ball Bounce Sports Radio Talk Show. They're also going to sponsor three kids as well. Not only that, my nonprofit group, Unapologetically Us, we're also going to sponsor two kids. So that's a total of how many, I believe? That's a total of 11 kids that we're going to sponsor and send to the event? Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, so all, again, yes, sir. Make it 12. 12. The locker room make, make it 12. 12. Okay, let's go. Let's go. We're going to send let's our kids go. to be, we're going to send our kids to get some exposure. So again, send an email with your child's name and age. The first 12 emails that we receive at no plays off sports talk will get you all the information that you can attend. You can attend the event, uh, event this Saturday over at the Tarkanian Academy. Is that fair enough? All right, DeAndre, that's thanks awesome. for hanging out with me. Awesome. We're going to talk a little sports. I know you, you may be pressed for time, but you want to hang out talk a little sports with us? Yeah, sure. My dog want to get in the interview, too. <laughs> <laughs> All dogs' lives matter, huh? <laughs> this is my baby right here. She want to be in the, she want to get in the camera, too. <laughs> what kind of dog is that? Is that a pit bull? That's a King Corsa. Okay. That looks like a horse. <laughs> now, so I have a question for you. Are you are you here in Vegas or are you in Michigan? Uh, no, I'm in I'm in Vegas right now. I live over in Summerlin right now. Okay. Okay. So, all right, that's you cool. Officially... So that's a good connect. So, how long have you been here locally in uh, in town in Vegas? I've been here now for two and a half months. Okay, two and a half months. Look, one day is all it takes oh, to make you a Las exactly. Vegas local. Exactly. <laughs> Especially when he came when it was really hot. Yes. yes exactly. <laughs> so get into the world of sports. Um, We're going to talk about it. Uh, Kev, I don't know if you can see my jersey, but I officially have on my Las Vegas Raiders jersey. Everyone knows I'm a huge uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but being a local Las Vegas native, I have to support the Las Vegas Raiders. And we're winning. We are 2-0. So how can I not support our Raiders? Kev, you're not convinced I, the yet, first huh? the, the first thing is about the Raiders, the, the, there's about six or seven undefeated teams in the league right now. They're 2-0. It's two of them that are – the two worst undefeated teams, the Raiders just happen to be one of them, and the Bears are the other one. So, <laughs> so don't get so happy, everybody. It's only because <laughs> they only played two games and they have had opportunities to lose that good. I'm just Listen. being honest and fair, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to allow you to talk bad about my Las Vegas Raiders. Listen, we are 2-0. and We are undefeated. We are one of those undefeated teams, whether you like it or not. Give us our credit, Kev. We are undefeated, sir. All right. You got it. Okay, let's United be honest, Kev. 
no one thought that the Raiders would beat the Saints. The Saints, I believe they were five and a half uh, points favored to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, and the Raiders pulled it out they in were. great fashion. They won 34 to 24. Uh, Derek Carr, he had a solid game. So give credit where credit is due, Kev. Come on now. But the Saints defense allowed all that to happen. The Saints defense was really bad. And on top of that, the, the quarterback for the Saints didn't do anything when he's supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's old. Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball down the field when they needed to throw the ball down the field. He was throwing it 10 yards. Like, what's going on? Throw the ball down the field. You only got 60 seconds left, buddy. You know, <laughs> but anyway, it was good. Don't get me wrong. We The NFL has put on some great football so far this year. Um, I think last Thursday, when, when they played the no Monday, when they played the two games, those two games they had, those games were horrible, horrible. But other than that, football has been really good, and I'm I'm hoping the Raiders do good, especially this year, because it, it will bring new fans for the Raiders here in Vegas. So I'm hoping they do good. So, of course, there were no fans allowed into the stadium, but people were jam-packed outside the stadium um, as if they were going to eventually get in. But that's the culture that the Oakland Raiders bring. Their fans, they travel, and they are rowdy. Yes, I agree. Very much. Um, so I got a chance to go down. Of course, uh, you know, Rise Radio Locker Room, we went down to just check out, you know, the brand-new stadium, uh, and yes, it was a lot of Raider fans there. Now, you got to give it to the Raiders. The Raider fans support them no matter what they do. They go to London, the stadium's going to be packed with Raider fans. They go to Mexico, the stadium's going to be packed with Raider fans. They, their fans really support their team. You got to give them that. But this is one of the reasons, Ballin and Mr. DeAndre, that I didn't want the Raiders to come to Vegas. At the time, it was three teams that was up for a new stadium. It was the Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles, or at the time, the San Diego Chargers, uh -huh. and the Raiders. Now, if we had got the Chargers, it would have been cool. And here's the reason why I'm saying this. is because Las Vegas is a melting pot of all of the teams, not just the Raiders. And so when your team come up, let's say the Detroit Lions is playing, it's going to be some Detroit Lions there. But the Raiders don't welcome other fans. They fans only want Raider fans. And they will fight you. Even if, There's no reason why I want to fight Mr. DeAndre because he's a Detroit Lion. That's, no. I don't want to kill him because of that. That's just <laughs> taking it a little bit too far. <laughs> Interesting that saying. you said that, Kev. Got to show some love going out to uh, the rock star DJ, DJ D-Money. Of course, he is a huge Las Vegas, or shall I say, Oakland Raiders slash Las Vegas Raider fan. And he made a post on social media saying that there's a difference between Las Vegas Raider fans and Oakland Raider fans. And I think I have to agree. Las Vegas Raider fans, we different. Those Oakland Raider fans, they a different type of breed. But it's going to be a lot of them Oakland Raider fans coming. I was down there, and one man had on the Chicago Bear hat, and one of the Raider fans cursed him to no death. I was like, dude, relax. He's, he's supporting you guys. He came down to the Raider Stadium for a Raider game, 
he just came to enjoy, you know, the opening day festivities, whatever it, whatever it was. And that man got so I, I felt bad for him. I had to take up for the man. Like, look, this ain't even right, you know. And he was a bear fan, but anyway, I, I'm just hoping that everything turns out fine, and we'll have because we could have got the Chargers or we could have got the Rams, and it wouldn't have been no problem. We could all tailgate it together. I'm not going down there to tailgate with them Raiders. <laughs> so all eyes were on the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, uh, they made history, the historical, the historical Monday night uh, football game between the Raiders and the, the Saints. 15.6 million people uh, watched it, which was a 31% increase from last year's uh, opening night, Monday night game. So everybody was excited to see the Raiders, or maybe they just wanted to see the stadium. I don't know, but all eyes were on the Raiders, and they performed. So we know the NFL, they handed out some hefty fines as well in regards to this whole mask thing. Um, Our very own Mr. John Gruden, he was one of those coaches. (laughs) He was one of the coaches that was fined for not wearing a mask. Uh, The NFL, they issued more than $1 million in fines to coaches and teams for not wearing their mask on the sideline. Now, I'm kind of confused about it. Um, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence. Um, John Gruden, he also revealed that he previously had COVID-19. Sean Payton, the the coach of the Saints, he also um, had COVID as well. But these players, they're being tested daily, I believe. Numerous tests. Why do the coaches have to wear the mask on the sideline if they're having daily tests performed and they're coming back negative. You, you want to answer that, Mr. Hewlett? I want, I want to go first. Yes, uh, I think a little bit of it is, um, okay, well, first they came out with, you know, you're going to get fined if you don't have on a mask. But then now some stadiums then some fans in the in the in the stadium and some you know some not you know so I think it's apparent that every coach should have a face mask on when you out there and you coach it despite everything that we're going through and you knew what the fine was going to be because they just said it a couple now we thinking about now uh probably a five dollar face mask and then turned it to a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. So, you know, it's just now just taking it from your, your neck and just pulling it up a little bit over your nose, you know, because a quarter of a million dollars for a face mask, that's a healthy fine. Now, I had some fines in my life. Like, I was just speaking to my girlfriend. I had a fine of $100,000, and I still can't stomach it to today, but it happened. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Like you say, for a $5 face mask, that's a lot of money. Of course, the yeah. teams, they were fined uh, 250000 just the team alone for the coaches not wearing the mask. And like I said, over $1 million in fines alone um, the NFL has issued for coaches not wearing the mask. Um, the coaches, they're fined $100,000 each. And then the team, they're, fined, they're, they're also fined $250,000. That's a lot of money. I, I mean, hopefully, you know, it goes to charity. But that's a lot of money just to not wear a face mask. I mean, you can do the whole shield thing if you don't want to, you know, do the whole mask. You don't want to have your face covered. You can do the whole, uh, you can do the shield thing. But you're going to have to comply or you're going to be fine, point blank, period. I think everybody just need to go look like Andy Reid. 
for a Sunday and just let yeah, your face shield just fog up. I'd rather let it fog up and have my money when it's over <laughs> and keep wiping it <laughs> off. Then, you know, that and healthy Marlon, file like that. Yes. And, and Marlon, one, one a reason why I don't really, uh, Gruden, John Gruden, knew about these fines before his game Monday because these were Sunday fines and mm-hmm. he still went out and that fine. That, that just tells you. That just tells you about John Groot, okay? He did that on purpose, okay? I don't care. And he even said he had it, and he apologized. But he knew about these fines. It tells you about them. Anyway, go ahead, boss. So talking about uh, week two, we'll stay right here with football. It was a bloody Sunday. Numerous players got hurt. Uh, It was bad. I I mean, talking about uh, Tyron Taylor who was supposed to be getting a pain injection for his cracked ribs and the team doctor punctures his lungs. Someone should be out of a job. I agree. How does that happen? Really? Well, he, well, he, he came out today and said that this, he's a good doctor. It just was a mistake and he's just going to have to overlook it. But he today and kind of took up for the doctor. Um, a lot of people don't get after doctors went to school for 10, 20 years, they're still practicing. They're still practicing when it comes down. And the reason why they say they're practicing, because when it comes down to the lawsuit, the judge understands that they're still practicing. Don't practice on me. I'm not a test dummy. I'm not. Don't be an intern on me. We're talking about his lung. Like, no, uh, uh, uh-uh. Don't practice on me. Don't sign me up, coach. (laughs) I agree with you. Half of y'all been in there too long in that training room to know X, Y, Z going on, to be in there, you know, giving people bogus shots and not knowing where it's supposed to go. Now, I mean, we can't do that. Yeah, that 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 to me seems excusable. I mean, yeah, I'm no. not sure. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Some other uh, notable injuries that happened this past week. Uh, the giant Saquon Barkley, of course, he tore his ACL. Bad news for him. I know he had a bad game against my Steelers in week one, but that's unfortunate for him. That's kind of sad that uh, he officially has has torn his ACL. And, of course, he is done for the season. Uh, 49ers quarterback Jimmy Guapolo, he has a high ankle sprain. Also, Nick Bosa, he sprained his ACL as well. It was just all kind of injuries that happened on Sunday. And some say it's because they had – a, a, a microwave training camp or mini training camp, and they weren't really in shape. They say the players aren't aren't in shape, you know, like they usually are. So that's why, you know, some of the key players are, are getting hurt. Do we agree? I agree. I do not agree. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go first. But he's a professional. He's a professional uh, athlete. So I'll, I'll listen to his words and then I'll comment. Go ahead. Only reason why I'm saying that the, the, the soft tissue, as they say, and they talking about when you don't go out there, this is just like when you don't go out there and you stretch or you do X, Y, Z, when you try to go out there and I just say, I'm going to walk in the gym today and I'm going to try to dunk. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I'm 40 years old now, just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, it, it changes. So that, that, that training camp is key because a lot of stuff happens in that training camp that people don't know. You know what I'm saying? For far as the medical staff and, getting your body and um, far as the, your medical reports, everything is getting done in that two week 
period of time. So now you're getting a chance to go. When now when you just now throwing people out there just to now go play, okay, that's a prime example, like I say, over in Michigan when they just did uh, football. They took JV and freshman football away. And these kids coming out of eighth grade, going straight to varsity, happen to play. Now, that's like going in there and say you got an 18, 19-year-old kid that I'm finna send with a kid that's just leaving finna be in ninth grade. He's, he don't have enough experience yet. So what I'm saying, though, is that's just like he get up there, he get the varsity, and the kid that's 17, 18 with all this experience hit this kid, you know, that's probably only weigh 90 pounds, 70, 80 pounds, you know what I'm saying, and the thing. So that's why I say that it's crucial that we get back to that. They need that training camp. And like I said, to get them hits and all of that, like them practices. When you're not used to this getting hit and all of that, and you don't have practice time and scheduling, you 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 going like like say for instance, if they had it in a bubble, the NFL in a bubble, different. But when you got to travel and all of that, that's still a lot on your body too. And, and another thing too, we they were in quarantine just like we were in quarantine. We all were in almost like a three month quarantine, and you know those muscles and what you do as as a ritual to prepare yourself. Yes, you are a professional athlete, but we were all stuck in the house and didn't know if there would be a season. Didn't know if it wouldn't be a season. I mean, it played a huge part, and I think that is another reason why there have been so many injuries. And unfortunately, sadly, the same more probably is going to be happening. No. I, I agree with DeAndre. He's 100% right. You have to do repetitive things to get in shape. But here's why, Here's what I don't agree with. Every year, game one, somebody gets hurt. Every year, game six, somebody gets hurt. Game eight, somebody gets hurt. And they already been in it eight games already. Game 12, somebody gets hurt. Game 16, somebody Super Bowl, somebody gets hurt every year. I don't think it has – I do understand that you have to do the repetitive thing to get your body in shape. I get that part. I just don't get the part where they want to blame everything on because they wasn't doing the training camp. In, in the NFL today, you could talk to, let's say, you, a four-year veteran, as opposed to a rookie. Yes, the rookies need to get in there and, and, and get it down dirty and get their the knees pressed up. But from the fourth year up, fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, those guys don't want to even play those four-game preseason games. They don't want to play that. For one, they're not getting paid for preseason. So they don't even want to go and do that crap. That's one thing. And I honestly believe with the COVID this year, they're going to at least cut preseason from four games to two. I honestly believe that. Now, if people keep getting hurt and they keep being convinced that it's the reason why they're getting hurt because they didn't do the preseason, they might do a preseason, but I think they're going to cut two of those games because they can prove it's been proven that they really don't need to play those four games. That's my opinion. Interesting to see how it currently, how it all unfolds. But of course, um, just take care of your bodies, man. Ice up and get well soon, man. We want to see you out there on the field. Kev, uh, some sad news coming from your, uh, your neck of the woods, the Chicago bears, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame running back uh, Mr. Gail Sayers passed away at the age of 77 from dementia. That's some sad news. Certainly was a legend for sure. He, he was a legend. My second favorite bear of all time. My first one was Walter Payton, and now they both are dead. 
it's a killer. Uh, I love Gail Sayers. They called them crazy legs. And yes, there was nobody other with crazy legs than Gail Sayers. Uh, it's, it's a shame. And, and my condolences go out to him and his whole family. Absolutely. Before we get out of uh, the topic of the NFL football, uh, we got a game. Week three is coming up. Kev, you want to go through our top five games for uh, this week? Coming up? Coming I, I up. Don't have week three, me. top five. So I, I have some. Right, I, I, I pulled up some top five uh, games. Uh, just just okay. pick some games that about. I said uh, are some top games this week. We got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They're at New England. Uh, the Patriots, they are favored by six. Who you like in that game? I, I What I like to say is about the New England Patriots, Cam Newton. Um, okay, let, let, let me go back to, to Chicago. Chicago gave up. One draft pick, a first-round draft pick, $22 million to get Nick Foles to be that backup quarterback. Now, i like to just say something about this because I'm looking at if Nick Foles could get $22 million and a draft pick for him and he can't beat out Mr. Trubisky, what the hell? We could have got Cam Newton for a million dollars? Come on. Something ain't right. When I agree with you. I agree with you. Ring played a big part of that twenty-two million. <laughs> yeah. I, that, what ring? Man, you that, mean that charity ring? The charity ring? Cam Newton I, went to the Super Bowl <laughs> and was MVP of the league. Okay. Hey. And but then you, you, you got him you for a million you dollars. Know, you know what sports is it's called what have you done for me lately? Facts. That, that's all it is. That's all I'm saying. You got to think about it. His sample size in the last year and a half ain't been so good. So, I mean, I would rather take somebody that's just won a Super Bowl, which I agree with you. I would take Cam Newton. I mean, I like his makeup. But, again, we looking at it again in, in, in the sports eyes and how they look at it. It's all about the ring. I, and and I, I agree. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. A draft pick and $22 million. Cam, you got for $1 million. <laughs> Give me the draft pick back and $21 million, and I'll take Cam any day. There's no take backs, Kev. It's, it's a wrap. There's no take backs. <laughs> All right, so we got game number two. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they got lucky. <laughs> they got lucky this past week. They beat the Falcons. The Falcons, they're the only team that I know that can score 39 points, have no turnovers, and still lose the game. <laughs> so this week you got the Cowboys, they're at Seattle, and the, the Seahawks, they're favored by four and a half. Kev, who you like? Uh, in my opinion, the Seahawks have the best quarterback in the league. I'm not really good on you. the coach, but I agree. the Seahawks, uh, 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 with the leadership, of the quarterback of the Seahawks, I don't think I don't think Dallas can beat the Seahawks. I, I, I think Seahawks is going to be the best the best three and O team to play this weekend coming up. I mean, Bill Belichick he also said that he believes that Russell Wilson is one of the best uh, in the game right now. So stamp of approval from Bill Belichick, you are top notch. Game number three, we have uh, looks like we have the Packers. They're at New Orleans. And the Saints, they are favored by three. Who you like in that game? 
I have to go with the Packers. They're playing pretty good ball. The Saints mm. traveled to Las Vegas, had to go back home and wait. And all, all that the Green Bay had to do was travel to New Orleans. I have to go with the Packers right now, seeing what I saw. And a lot of people pick, a lot of people pick what they picked the week after from what they seen the week before. I'm not one of those. I just don't see Drew Brees. I just I think he's he's 39 years old with a rubber arm right now. Aaron Rodgers, they got a whip. And I think Aaron Rodgers is out to prove something when 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 the Green Bay uh drafted Love in the draft instead of getting him a receiver. I think Aaron Rodgers is out to prove something. Uh it's gonna be hard to beat Green Bay. I think Green Bay will be the uh champions in that division this year. All right, Dre, who you like? You like the Packers or you like the Saints? Oh, I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with the Saints. I uh, like Michael. I like Michael Thomas. But he Michael probably Thomas won't play. Hurt. He might He's not hurt, play. Yeah. But we got Kamara in the back, you know what I'm saying? So and then you got uh Emmanuel Sanders, uh the other receiver. So and they, the defense been playing well. The defense played very well. And I think at the end of the day, I always tell people. Uh, offense only gonna get you so far. Defense gonna win your championship, and defense travels. True facts. Lashawn Payton, he was so upset with the Saints, <laughs> he delayed their flight leaving out of Las Vegas. He, they were supposed to leave at at like ten o'clock a.m. the following morning, and he no delayed the flight and made them have an immediate. <laughs> film session to see what happened against the Las Vegas Raiders that caused them to lose. So they might be on a tear this week uh, against the uh, Packers. Don't forget they went to Vegas now. So they probably went gambling balling. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, not, the next game we no got. More, what happens in Vegas what happened in Vegas goes on YouTube, so stop. <laughs> it goes on Facebook. It goes on Facebook. <laughs> that is true. So our next game, we got Monday Night Football. We have the Chiefs. They're taking on the uh, Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, they are favored by three and a half. Mr. Lamar Jackson, he is on a tear. And I, 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 although I do like Patrick Mahomes, I like the Ravens in that game. Ravens. I, I think the Ravens is the best team in football today. But the Ravens is going to end up playing the Chiefs. And by the Ravens playing the Chiefs, one of those two teams is going to have a loss now. And that's why I took Seattle and Russell Wilson to be the best number three, uh, best three of the old team this, this week coming up. My heart telling me I want to go with Baltimore, but – at the end of the day, I, I got to go to sleep at night. And my girlfriend, she's a Kansas City Chief fan. And uh -oh. if I say anything, <laughs> I say anything besides that. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs today because I want to go to sleep tonight. Okay? So I'll go with the Chiefs. That's smart man. Life, smart man. <laughs> All right. The last game we have, we got the Rams. They're at the Bills. The Bills are favored by two. Uh, I like the Rams in that game. In Buffalo? Uh, they are in Buffalo, yes. I'm going California straight out late. York. California to New York. That's the reason why they took Buffalo to be two and two, what, two and a half, three? Two, it's two. Two? Two, uh, yep, it's even two it's right now. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. I'm going to go with Buffalo. 
Okay. I'm going with LA. I'm rolling with LA too, Dre. I, I'm I like LA. LA. I'm going with LA. Yeah. I like that. All right. All right. We'll, All see. Right, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Dre, you're gonna be Dre, you're gonna be calling me like, damn, okay. If all them games you won, you're gonna be calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick before we uh, switch gears, I want to shout out the uh, Air Force football team. I'm going to put the image up on the screen. They are going to be honoring the uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Look at this is going to be their uh, uniform for this year, honoring, of course, the Tuskegee yeah. Airmen. I think that is dope. Um, a great tribute. Wonderful, wonderful job. Well done to them. I love the jersey. I love the uniform. That's dope. Baldy, you remember... You remember when it all came out and said and done that the Washington Redskins was going to change their name. And at my, at that point, I thought that name was going to change to the Red Tail. Um, they decided <laughs> to go with the Washington football team for now. But I thought that's what the name was going to be, the Washington Red Tail. Not so much, huh? <laughs> All right, let's talk about Michael Jordan. He is going to be tapping into NASCAR. I think this is huge, changing the culture of NASCAR. Of course, they are trying to get a little bit more diverse. Uh, Michael Jordan, he is going to be having his own NASCAR uh, team. He's going to be teaming up with a good friend of his, Mr. Denny Hamlin. They're going to be starting their own NASCAR team, and none other than Mr. Bubba Wallace is going to be their first official driver. I think that's nice. Look, balling, um, race car, hobby, NASCAR, anything that has to do with race car, 100% white sport. By Michael Jordan tapping in on this with a black driver, he might be doing, he might be talking about something really big because this can help diversify uh, all white sport. Um, football. Football, you can't, you cannot deny it. It kills me every time I see another white coach get hired with all the black guys in football. Basketball, uh, Bill, uh, Billy Donovan just got hired in Chicago. They couldn't have came up with nobody else. But in in race car, this could be the beginning of something good for for another culture to to be added to that sport. Yeah, I think that's huge. Of course, uh, Michael Jordan, he's going to be the first black uh, minority owner since, of course, Wendell Scott. Um, since 1963 through 73, he was a driver. But I think that's huge. Uh, Got to show some love going out to Mr. Shondale Newsom and the Urban Chamber. Um, a couple years ago when NASCAR was here, they came and they sponsored some kids to go out to the track to see the race. Uh, they got a chance to meet Bubba Wallace as well as Brianna Daniels, who is the first and only African-American NASCAR tire changer. So that's also a good thing. So I think that's that's great. It's a good start for Michael Jordan. And I think it will bring some great positive attention to NASCAR. And like you said, when they're trying to diversify right now, I think that's a huge step. And Michael Jordan is uh, doing the right thing, recycling dollars with that. So I'm, I'm all for it. I agree. Yeah, me too. Me too. Good thing. This is good. Absolutely. So our Las Vegas Aces, of course, we are rolling the WNBA uh, semifinals. They're underway right now. Our Las Vegas Aces came out slow in game one. I knew it would happen. The Aces, they had about five days off 
Um, and game one, the Connecticut Sun, they were rolling. They had the momentum. Uh, Dewana Bonner, her first year in Connecticut, has the Sun rolling. I kind of knew that the Aces would get off to a slow start. I didn't know it would be that bad, but good news is uh, game two was yesterday. Our Las Vegas Aces, they did regroup. And uh, they got the win, so uh, good for that. The series is now tied one-to-one. -one, none other than Las Vegas Aces' own MVP, Miss Asia Wilson. Of course, she carried the Aces as she's been doing all year. She had a great game. She um, carried the Aces, and, you know, she got most of the votes for the MVP. And my, my guess is who else could have been in the conversation? Some say Candace Parker, but I, I think the, the, the obvious vote was none other than Asia Wilson. I say I agree, that I, I agree with you 100%, but I just say if it was another one, I like Brianna Stewart too, so she could have been in that too. But you know, they, they didn't go wrong. I like Brianna Stewart. The only thing with her is she ended up getting hurt, which kind of dampened her. I also liked uh, Erica Ogumawale. She had a mm -hmm. phenomenal season. Mm -hmm. She was balling. I liked her. Um, Brittany Griner, she was the preseason pick, but of course she left the WNBA bubble for some personal reasons. Um, so she was no longer playing with Phoenix. So shout out to our sixth woman of the year, none other than Dierica Hamby. She has won the WNBA sixth woman of the year award for the second straight time and again obvious obvious choice she is a huge uh part of the las vegas aces bench the aces have one of the best bench in the wnba and it is highly because of uh dierica hamby yeah um did bill bill Beer, did he get uh coach of the year he did not get Coach of the Year. Uh, Minnesota Lynx, Michelle Reeves, she got uh, the WNBA oh, yeah, Coach yeah. of the Year, which I, which I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. There you go, WNBA. Yeah, so game uh, three is going to be tomorrow. Our Las Vegas Aces continue the best of five series versus the Connecticut Sun. So make sure we continue to support our Las Vegas Aces uh, in their quest to bring the first WNBA championship, or shall I say, I'm going to call it the first professional championship right here to Las Vegas. Call it. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to claim it. It's going to come from the Las Vegas Aces. Ballin, if the Aces win, I'm going to go and get me an ace jersey with a lady's name on the back and wear it. How about that? Because You should do that anyway, Kev. I can't you get should a do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so following up to a story oh, we talked I, about, huh? Oh, I had a Raiders shirt. Uh, DJ Thumb gave it to me. I washed the car with it last Saturday. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to take too much more of you disrespecting my Las Vegas Raiders, Kev. You're local. You got to support, man. All right. All right. All, all right. right. <laughs> so follow up to a story we talked about last week with uh, Florida international coach, Mr. DJ McCarthy. The big news that broke on Monday, primetime Mr. Deion Sanders. He is the official head coach of Jackson State University. You like it? I mean, some say he's going to turn the university around. Um, city officials are already saying that they're going to be um, putting in the nomination to get Jackson State a new stadium. Of course, they've been playing at Memorial Stadium since like 1970. So primetime Dion, he had the grand entrance. Of course, he had the JSU marching band uh, to welcome him. I think it's great. It's great for the culture. And I'm rooting for Dion. 
Ballin, we had him on last week, and somebody, one of the hosts on this show, brought that up, and you was like, where did you come from with that? And what happened? You were absolutely correct, Kev. You were absolutely correct. Your inside <laughs> source was 100% correct. That's right. And then I was like, this is going to happen. I, I've been following up on some people that, that's possibly going to help him uh, do this. Terrell Orms is one of them I think was going to do the receivers. But I got a high tip today that that's out. Terrell will not help. What about Warren Sapp? I also heard, I also heard Warren Sapp is going to help him. Now, Dion know a lot of people. These guys come in and help him. This is going to help recruit kids to go to Jackson State to play football. That's the key. You got to get the recruiting because Nick Saban and, and, and those guys, they got it cornered. They got recruiting cornered. I think the IM can pull some of those kids from Alabama, from Auburn, from Texas, and bring them there. Dion might be on the roll, and I'm hoping it all happened in a good way just because Deion Sanders decided to take that job in Jackson State, in Jackson, Mississippi, where nobody else would take it. I think he I think he got a hell of a chance. I think he got a hell of a chance for this reason because when you go in there and you go in there and you meet these 16, 17-year-old uh, kids and their parents, you know what I'm saying, this is basically – is is one of those things when you walk in and you see a coach. Let's just say, for instance, if you got like you said, Nick Saban walking your house, man, you know what he stands for. But it's different when you got a player or one of those calibers walking in there to a seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old kid house with his parents that would have said, "Okay, I'd rather go to Alabama, LSU, or one of these top-notch schools and not take this SBC and go to Jackson State, not knowing anything." Now. He demanded what he wanted, and then now he got the troops with him. So now when he go in there, and now he got the credibility and the other people that got the other credibility to make this whole thing happen. And when he said on what he said today, when I watched him on first take today with Stephen A. Smith, he made perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you have to dream and want something. Like he said, I could have went to any other job. I mean, that Florida State job was out there. I'm quite sure you know that if he really wanted that Florida State job, they would have made it happen for him. You see what I'm saying? And other things that oh, he yeah. endeavor in. But I think that was a good situation, a good choice for him to go and help these young men out and to look up to – they can look up to somebody that's a Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion, and, you know, things like that. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Speaking of the re recruiting, um, he's all, he's already less than five days on the job. He's already he already has uh, athletes that want to transfer. Um, he has a player just scored a recruit from the SE SEC um, from Mississippi State. I believe his name is. Don't quote me. I believe is Javarius Selman. Um, he was a huge kid from the, the area, and he was uh, playing for Mississippi State. He he actually opted out this season, but he has made the announcement that he actually is going to be transferring uh, to Jackson State um, University to join Dion. So, I mean, he has kids already buying into the fact that he could have some success over there, and I, I'm rooting for him for sure. Oh, I'm rooting 100%, and I hope nothing but good things can happen in Jackson. Now, look, we all know uh, Darius Rice. You, 
you know Darius Rice? Uh, DeAndre? You know Darius Rice? Darius Rice is from Jackson. He's from Jackson. And, yes, he is. And, and um, me and him is really good friends. He's a good friend in the locker room. And he, Jackson, I guess, has been really some, some gloom and doom there over the last few years, you know, with the gangs and whatever. And I'm hoping that Dion can just just the appearance alone can get some of these kids, even if they can't make Jackson State, they can make another school uh, football team or basketball team or baseball team and get those kids off the street and help that town out. And it'll it'll help out 100%. And I think it all can happen just that one hire of getting mm-hmm. Deion Sanders mm-hmm. at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that turned the tables right there with the whole football landscape of this year. Now we're bringing him there, you know what I'm saying, is going to now mix up everything now with these other schools uh, to, you know, now it's a, it's a bidding war. You know, now when you, like he says, when you get these five-star athletes, they looking at three schools, you know, the top three schools and the thing. So now you got to put me in that conversation, even though that I haven't won nothing, a national championship or a championship in college or anything like that. But my name alone and what I'm going to bring, and like he said, it's only been four kids out of that whole SB that and got a chance to get to the combine. You know what I'm saying? He he made it make sense. Like, what am I going to do now to get these kids to the combine? He might be the person that make that phone call on the phone and says, Coach Sean Payton, I need you to take a look at XYZ. You know, and that's basically all it is. And them kids needed this push right here. And I think probably I say give it two, three years down the line. I think that he should have it everywhere where he where he needs to be. And then now the kids coming to fruition and come to him now. Absolutely. It's dope. It's a great change. I'll take well, I'll take it one more. I might take a trip to Jackson State. Let's I would have never wanted Jackson State to go wrong. Well, y'all take I'm, me I'm with y'all. We, we all go together. Let's go. We can all go together, <laughs> man. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Go down there and have a ball. I Let's remember do it. balling. I remember about, uh, I'd say, three years ago, Jackson State came here to play uh, uh, UNLV. UNLV. Yes. Best game I ever seen. I mean, the band was off the chain. The yes. football team, I mean, it was a great, great, great game. And I, I, I'm telling you, I'll take it one more. Like you say, DeAndre, give me two years. I, I'll go to Jackson. I'll go there and watch a game, especially if they got the fans coming back. I'm sure the tailgating's going to be crazy. I mean, of course I'll go. I'll take it one I wanna more. I want to go just for the experience. They, they I you, you and me, I just want to go for the experience. I just, I just want to go for see. the experience. Yeah, I, I, I may not even pay attention to the game. I just want to see I, the I marching band. I, I, I just want to see too. the band. Me too. I want to see the band. Oh, I want to see the other people. See a bunch of people that look just like you and I with some Southern yeah. hospitality. I just want to go yeah. for the experience. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so Dre, I'm glad so, that I got you, go. you on. I'm glad I got you on, Dre, because this this next story I have, man, I I just, I'm just going to shake my head. Ty Lawson, Ty Lawson. Now, I know you spent some time overseas. What in the world? Now, you know, to his defense, his comment, well, let me backtrack. So Ty Lawson, former NBA uh, player Ty Lawson, he was banned for life 
from the Chinese Basketball Association because he made a post on his social media, um, basically what appeared to have him in a strip club receiving some type of dance from what they are saying it was a Chinese lady. Uh, he posted on his social media that said something about, don't quote me, I don't want to get it wrong, but he said something about uh, Chinese women, they have cakes. Well, as we know, they don't play that overseas. You don't speak of things of that nature. And uh, they say that he broke policy and procedures and they cut him from the team. His agent also has cut him as well. And he has been banned for life from the Chinese Basketball Association. What's your thoughts, man? Well, first of all, everything is in the contract clear black and white where you get there. So certain things is just not going to happen. And, Max. you know, I can't I can't speak for him because I wasn't there and I don't know just what happened. I'm just telling you from my experience that when you go in there, you take them contracts, they, they're very specific of what they will allow or what they won't allow. And then this will get you out of here. And I don't have one of them experience to do some things that I wasn't supposed to do when I got there. And I had to learn the hard way. But saying that, you know, um, you know, you still got to have fun. But like I told you, social media, you got to use it for something more than just want to throw up a post and say, look at this. It's, and like I told you, for so long, I never had a Facebook. Uh, I still don't have a Twitter. I still don't have an Instagram. It's not that I didn't want to be on there or nothing like that. It was just something that I just wanted to mind my own business and me trying to get my life together and different things like that so like i said social media can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing you know what i'm saying but at the same time hopefully he learned something from this i think he still got enough money that he had made over there so hopefully in his other endeavors that he do it's a learning experience for him so he 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 posted uh this is this is what he posted on his social media that got him in trouble uh chinese women got cakes on the low might switch up my stance soon lol now he says that he's not a racist he says he's been getting called a racist and he says that he's one of the most genuine people that you ever meet and he believes that you know the reaction that he's been getting has been unfair he did respond on his social media by saying um, he's probably the least racist guy you have ever met in life. I have fun with everybody. Cakes means that she has a nice body. That's it. He says he meant no disrespect and all the racist and disrespectful comments that are coming his way are completely wild and unfair. I really you don't go get first, it. Yeah. First of all, I really don't get it. First of all, he was at a strip club. Well, he did come back and say that he actually was not at a, he said he, his comments today in his remarks or in his response that he was not at a strip club where he was, then I don't know, but he did say that he was not at a strip club. It looked like it was at a strip club to me, but he's claiming that he was not at a strip club. The thing is, it was a compliment. He was complimenting the Chinese ladies. Now I get it. They probably don't go for that, but still he was complimenting them. I mean, um, if I go to China, I'm going to a strip club. I'm going to see if they got some cakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in the United States, you know, if you say, oh, she got cakes, that, that just means she has a nice 
but I mean, I'm not saying that it's okay to, you know, some may think that's a derogatory statement, but you know, if, if I was hanging with my group of friends and I saw a lady with a nice backside, I probably would say, oh yeah, she has cakes, but you know, some things are acceptable. Some are not. I don't think you're wrong, but at the same time, we're just living in a day and ages and everybody just pick everything that you put on social media and just break it down. So it's just like, again, it's when you press that CM button, yeah. is you ready for everything to come along with this? <laughs> and because he, he's known for going... He, he's known for going on uh, social media tyrants. Of course, uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, this year, he went on a whole rant about the North Carolina coach. Um, they had a, a beef. They were going back and forth. That caused a big uproar. Um, he was saying that he was picking on him from uh, bad-mouthing him to NBA general managers. So him and Roy Williams, they had a, a big tyrant that was on social media Memorial Day weekend. So you just got to be careful. And like you said, Dre, when you sign that contract, you sign on the dotted, dotted line, you have to follow their rules or exit stage left, which is what happened. You got that right. Look, James, Brown said it, James Brown said in 1969, for goodness sakes, look at those cakes. <laughs> no harm, no foul. But, you know, time has changed and everyone's sensitive right now. So. It is what it is, man. I certainly he. I think he still has some game in him, so I, I certainly hope that you know someone overseas will will pick him up and he still continues to play basketball. I think he. All right, Bob. We got to ask Mr. DeAndre. We got to ask Mr. DeAndre this question here. The game right now is on. It's the Heat. Heat ninety-eight, Boston ninety-five. Who you picking oh. for the championship? Out of them two teams. Or who I'm going with, period. Oh, the, the championship. Yeah, oh, yeah. you you see this right here. You, you see, see what he repping. You, you see. You see this six. Hold on. Let me turn it to the other way and let you see this 16-time world champion. Yes, sir. Yes, Coach sir. Brian. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm going with LeBron James now. Yeah. All right. So, Kev, what's the score right. right now? The Eastern Conference game is on. Boston and uh, Miami. Yeah. What's the score right now? With two minutes and 44 seconds to go, uh, the Miami Heat 98, the Boston Celtics 95, and of course the Heat is up two games to one at the moment. Interesting, interesting. So speaking of Kobe, Dre, uh, our boy AD, Anthony Davis, he hit the game-winning three-pointer uh, the other night to give the Lakers a 2-1, uh, a 2-0 lead, and uh, he hit the jumper, and they say he shouted out Kobe when he saw that the shot went in. So the Lakers are actually 3-0 and when they are pl uh, playing in their black Kobe Bryant Mamba jersey. So AD, he had a phenomenal game in, in, in game two, but the other game last night, he did not show up. He had, I believe, 29 points, but he had zero rebounds. Like, how do you not get not one rebound? I still don't understand. It's seven feet tall. <laughs> That's not, that don't go together, as my guy I, J.B. would say. That don't go together. I mean, like I say, he, for me, and, and basketball, he probably one of the hardest guards because yeah. the simple fact is everything that he could do on the floor. He but stretches I'll the court say, out, yes. yes. But the only thing I'll say different than him, than the other superstars, is his temperament. His mm. temperament is not how Michael Jordan temperament was or Kobe Bryant temperament. Or even how LeBron James' temperament is right now. And I just say this to say that because when you are a superstar, 
it's it, it's a it's an it factor about you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just gotta be something about you. That mentality. That, exactly. that mama mentality. You gotta get it. Yeah. And killer. You know you how that I, I, killer I, mentality. Yes, but you got you got some people that like Anthony Davis is a quiet superstar like Kawhi Leonard that don't talk, you know, just try to go out there and go about their business. But again, once you in here in this moment, you got to be able to lead, like say, like speak up loud like LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? To rally the troops and get them to where you need to get them to. So once he get that part right there. I think Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA once you get in that right there. Once I, you get that mindset. I think he could have been possibly in the talks for MVP. I, I know I we agree. know the Greek feet, the Greek freak. He was actually um named official uh MVP, which comes from the regular season. But um I, I think Anthony Anthony Davis could have possibly been in that conversation. Actually, to be honest with you, I think LeBron James, it was only LeBron James, and I don't know why. It's so hard for LeBron James to be MVP in this league. It's killing me. The best player. I don't care. I don't care. I want you to put 10 players together and let LeBron James be one of the 10, and you start picking your team. I guarantee you, you're going to pick LeBron James first. That's your MVP right there. Well, well, it's a numbers game. Of course, we all we all forget that the MVP award is for the regular season. You can't take it away from Milwaukee. You can't take it away from um, the Greek freak. He had a phenomenal regular season. We didn't know that COVID was going to happen and everything was going to be placed on hold and pause. He was ha- he was putting up great numbers. His numbers did edge LeBron James. And, and my personal pick, too, I would have picked LeBron. Um, but it is regular season numbers. The Bucks they did have a better record than the Lakers, and he did put up better numbers than LeBron. LeBron James. Now, LeBron I, only got 16 that. votes, I think, but I, I don't agree with that. And that's ridiculous. I, I'll give you that. I don't agree with but that. i give you that. And it, but it ain't always about the numbers. Sometimes it's about the eyeballs. My I eyeballs mean, tell me. LeBron we James agree with that. I can agree with you on that. I, I can agree. We can agree on what you on that. Yes, that's true. I agree. I agree. So what, how much time is left now, Kev? It was two minutes left a moment ago. Is it still? What's the score now? You, you got 49 seconds to play with the heat up 107. The Boston Celtics, 98. Ooh. Ooh. So the heat looking to take a 3-1 lead. That's going to be tough. Yep. It's yep, going to be yep. tough. All right, let's talk about baseball a little bit before we make our way out of here, Kev. I know that's one of your favorites. Um some great bats have been been happening in the world of baseball. I believe this is the last week of the Major League Baseball regular season. For the eighth straight year, the Dodgers, they are, of course, the best team in the West, which it happens eight years all the time, and the Dodgers, they just seem to choke in the end. But they have clinched their spot into the playoffs, so um, we'll see if if they bring, bring it home this time. It's a whole bunch of teams clinching right now. Cleveland Indians clinched last yep. night. Uh, the, the Chicago Cubs, uh, they also clinched as well. Yep. They clinched last night. San uh, Diego Padres. It's a whole bunch right now, and you're right. you got two series left. Uh, you got five games left in baseball, and then it's going to go to the playoffs. Uh, when the playoffs start, it's going to be a whole bunch of bad teams eliminated the very first <laughs> series. So, so baseball, what they did is because of the COVID, they added a couple of more wild card teams to it just to keep uh, 
some kind of interest in the playoffs. But believe believe me, there's some bad teams that got put in the playoffs that's going to be out very, very fast, okay? Uh, but the Dodgers is one of the best teams that's in it right now. And, and the Dodgers got to get over the hump. Ever since Magic's been part owner of the Dodgers, They've been throwing money out and bringing players there, but they just cannot get over that. They can't hump. finish. The Dodgers, they can't finish. They cannot, and the Dodgers got to get over that hump. I think this year might be their year. You think so, huh? You calling it? Dre's calling Mookie it. Bet, well, Mookie Betts, now nah, we we might can do something. Nah, I, like you know, I like Mookie. I like Mookie. Well, some say if they just if they keep Kershaw out of the playoffs, they'll have a better chance to win. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. That's a lot of money spent on the pitcher, man. You know, when yeah, big, game sure. come, big game come, yeah. I mean, we don't see them. Yeah, we don't see them in a big game. I feel like this. I feel that. Uh, tell me if y'all feel the same. If you asking for that kind of money, you got to want the ball in your hand when the game matters the most. Too I fast. just, I mean, you want, for, you want to ask me for this kind of money, but then once we get to this crucial moment, I can't depend on you. Are you missing? Or are you nervous? I don't know, but $200, $300 million for you, that's a lot of money. I expect for you. Listen, for me, I, I want you on the mound every day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, look, I, look, I ain't no player hater. I want the players to get as much as they can. But you're right. If I gotta give you three hundred million, and you only giving me uh, uh, twenty million, you gotta give me some of that money back. Okay? I'm a good Turn to sender, quick. Yes. I I ain't no player hater. I want the players to get what they can get because the owners is racking up. But God dang, gonna give me something back if you ain't doing your part. Because I'm doing exactly. my part. Yeah. True facts. True facts. Man, it's been a great time hanging out with you, uh, DeAndre. Man, I appreciate you for taking the time out to join the show. Uh, I'm going to actually stop by this weekend and see if I can actually officially meet you face-to-face and see what you have going on. Um, I, I wish you nothing but the best with the event that's going to be happening. Go ahead and give some last-minute last, more, uh, last minute information in regards to those who may have missed it in regards to the event that's going to be happening on the 25th this weekend. All right, we're we going to be at the uh, Tarkany Academy September 25th at 7 p.m. We got slam dunk contest, three-point contest, and uh, three-on-three contests, and we got some other prizes and games going on. Come over and check it out. I think it's going to be a good event. You're going to learn something over there besides basketball. So uh, just come out and check us out, and I think you'll like it and enjoy it. All right, so for more so information. 25th, so September 25th is this Friday. Yes. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm stop down so I make sure I pay my 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 fair my share that I'm gonna pay. Uh, but I, I need some credentials because I don't want nobody looking at me like I'm crazy when I get down there. They're like, you, you, hey, you ain't gonna have, you ain't gonna have, y'all ain't gonna have nothing to worry about. Y'all gonna be all safe when y'all get there to the door. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> hey, Andre, Andre, I will be there, and I promise you. And I'm never late. I'm always on time. All I right? appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all having me, man. So again, it's going to be this Friday, September the twenty fifth. Um, we between no plays all sports talk, Kev Ray's the locker room, uh, Mr. DeAndre himself, as well as let the ball bounce. Uh, sports talk show and uh, unapologetically us we're going to be sponsoring a total of 12 kids to attend uh, this event we are going to be sponsoring them all you have to do is send an email to no plays off sports talk 
at gmail.com. Again, no plays off sports talk at gmail.com. The child's name, boys and girls, ages 10 to 18. Uh, send that email with the child's name and age, contact information, and uh, we'll follow up with you to so that your child can be present this Friday. 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. is the scheduled event time. No parents are allowed uh, due to COVID-19. Only children that's actually participating in the event will be allowed, in, will be allowed into the gym. Again, it's going to be happening at Tarkanian Basketball Academy. Uh, DeAndre, if you can just give your contact information, if they have further questions, how they can reach you. Uh, you can reach me at uh, area code 989 Three two five six eight four five. That's my number. Or you can reach me at Hewlett Skills and Drills at gmail.com. Or you can reach me at Hewlett uh, AAU twenty three at yahoo.com. All right. There it is. Also, Monday night's football game this week. No plays on sports talk. We are going to be doing some football squares. Uh, $5 per square. We're going to pay out $100 per quarter. So that's a total of $400 we're going to play uh, pay out. So be on the lookout to get your squares. All you have to do is send it to Cash App. And we're going to give you an opportunity to get some free money for this Monday night football game. Make sure you join and share uh, the group No Plays Off Sports Talk. Kev, thanks for hanging out with me. Another episode, episode three, man. We are moving right along. Before you know it, we'll be on episode 100. <laughs> Ballin, we got we got 104, 107 with 16 seconds left in the game. Uh-oh. Miami's still up? Okay. One, Miami, 107. Uh, uh, Boston, 104, 16 seconds left. Uh, somebody just hit a 23-footer, so like, dang. Wow. <laughs> Good game. Good game. <laughs> And they took so, uh, the DeAndre, go ahead and just give your final social media platforms how they can follow you. I know you don't have a uh, Instagram or Twitter and all that. You just have the basic Facebook page, which I, is safe, my brother. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on. My name is DeAndre Hewlett. I got a Facebook page, but normally you can hit me up just on that uh, Hewlett Skills and Drills. I get back to everybody. So if I don't get back to you most of the time, I'm in a and uh in the gym and i'm also right now finishing up my bachelor's degree for my criminal justice as yes. well yes <laughs> good for you man oh, good for you congratulations you, that's I what's up it. i appreciate it i appreciate it again what i appreciate you hanging huh are you i can hear you no i go to saginaw valley i go to saginaw valley i just take classes online nice that's dope all right that's dope yeah, that's good. Never man. too late to go back and get that uh, piece of paper, got, man. You got to have it. Got to have it. <laughs> Again, DeAndre, thanks for hanging out with me. We'll see you on Friday. Another episode of No Plays on Sports Talk. We'll catch you next Wednesday, each and every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live. For more information, email us, No Plays on Sports Talk. Remember, I love you for absolutely free. Enjoy your night. We'll see you later. Deuces.